all know the story. Bud Light sent uh, Dylan Mulvaney this can to celebrate his 365 days of being not a woman, but a girl. Ended up losing, what, $6 billion in market cap because it just so happens that people who drink Bud Light are not necessarily down with transgender ideology. Who'd have thunk it? And now they've had two leaves of absence instated, one for the VP of marketing, and now is Daniel Blake, who oversees the marketing for Anheuser-Busch. He's taken a leave of absence following the backlash from Dylan Mulvaney's advertising campaign. They could possibly be returning to their jobs, and this just might be a little trick that Bud Light is playing to say, look, oh, we put them on a leave of absence. Can you can you forgive us? Can you buy our yellow water again, please? As far as I'm concerned, uh, Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney deserve each other because Bud Light is to beer what Dylan Mulvaney is to being a woman. So <laughs> <laughs> there's that. So this morning, after two decades, a new top-selling beer in the U.S. Mexican lager Modelo Especial was the top-selling beer last month, overthrowing Bud Light. There are a couple things at play here, including flat-out changing taste, but also the backlash from a social media post by transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Madison, and now a lot of people wanted to act like the boycott was over. People quit covering the story, it was kind of just left to die in the wind. Well, folks, I was just at the store the other day, an entirely different Myers. You know, whenever I pop by a Myers or if I'm going shopping at Kroger's, whatever, I keep an eye out these days for little blue boxes sitting in freezers on pallets in front of freezers in aisles on pallets still in plastic wrap with a little sign saying buy one get one did you know that some states can like set custom liquor specials and shit i i want to travel out and like find these states that are doing some wonky shit but yeah there isn't a recovery now a little bit ago there was an article that was written like Bud Light saw a 3% recovery, and I was like, yeah, but that's just like Joe Biden saying, I saved you 25 cents on gas, man. Yeah, after you raised it $5, thanks. I'm still paying three seventy-five more than I did before. Appreciate ya. It's wonderful. It's quite delightful, actually. Now, it was also during a holiday, and with that, you know, Bud Light started to like, fine, we will double down, we're gonna... Back these pride events, these all-ages drag shows. You know, we're going to double down, fund this. And they saw a little bump, but that bump, pointed out by some very observant uh, viewers as well, was, isn't that Memorial Day? You, know, you probably just sold because people wanted beer for Memorial Day, and it was the cheapest option, so they just got it and said, you know, whatever, it's beer. They'll drink it if it's available, and they didn't pay for it. And sure enough, sales tanked right back down. Bud Light sales tank. Uh, take steepest hit yet since Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. June 20th, 2023. And we have a new article to get into. Well, at least new as of the time recording. It is 11.54 p.m. Wednesday. June 21st, for me at least. For now. But let's get into it. By Lisa Fickenster. Cool name. Anyway, Bud Light suffered its worst weekly sales drop since it, the nation's number one beer. Uh, formally, it's now Modelo. 
a constellation brand. How great is that? Half of you are like, what the fuck is a constellation brand? Exactly. They just swept the legs out from Anheuser-Busch. Chef's kiss. Anyway, Bud Light suffers its worst weekly sales drop since the nation's number one beer brand launched a ill-fated marketing tie-up with transgendered man Dylan Mulvaney. For the week ending in June 10th, Bud Light sales dropped by a whopping 26.8%, according to the latest data from Bump Williams Consulting and Nelson IQ. That's wider than the 24.4% drop seen prior to the week. Seen the week prior. And topped the all time previous worst plunge of 25.7% during the week ended May 20th. Since the beer giant got into the bed with Dylan Mulvaney on April 1st, well, hey, at least, it's a monkey, at least it wasn't monkeypox season, so maybe you dodged it. Anheuser-Busch, or Transheuser-Busch, as I like to call them, and other brands also took a step backwards for the week ended June 10th. According to the data, sales of Budweiser were down 10% compared to 7.8%. Well, hey, maybe Juneteenth will help their sales, right, guys? Anyway, decline the previous week while Natural Light... Ooh, Natty Lights. All right, I know some people are into that was down 2.3% versus a 1% decline. McClub Ultra, absolute fucking shit water. The nation's number three beer was down 2.4%. It's fucking whack. Anyway, quote, This was a tough week for Bud Light and other beer brands. Owned by Trans Bush, said Bump Williams, head of the Ephonius consulting firm. Hmm. The calls for the boycott from conservatives... Oh, boy, shut up. The calls for the boycott from conservative corners of the country over the Mulvaney campaign has cost the Belgian-based beer company more than 20 billion. I love it. I love going to the store, and I love seeing all the Anheuser-Busch products and all the Bud Light and their other nasty fucking beers just sitting on the shelves, and they always make a fucking joke. I'm like, man... Why doesn't anyone buy Bud Light anymore? What's, what's going on with Bud Light? And I like to play dumb. And no one really wants to tell me. Sometimes they just chuckle and go, <laughs> as they grab, you know, a not Bud Light item. Or they just really kind of pissy look and walk off. Either way, if you see my ass in a speedway at 3 a.m., best know I'm under the influence of something. And I'm going to talk a lot of shit. Moving on. The nation's number two beer, Modelo Especial, meanwhile saw a 5.7 increase versus a year earlier in the most recent week. Did Modelo lose its spot? Okay. In previous week, it had seen a 12.2% bump from the year earlier. Still, Bud Light remains number one beer brand as several hundred million dollar with a $700 million average over Modelo Especial on year-to-year date basis, Williams said. <laughs> what a vibe. What an absolute vibe. Moving on. What a weirdly round head. I know you guys are not particularly thrilled to see the face, but what a weirdly shaped fucking head. 
Moving on. It looks like one of those Madame Trudeau wax figures that got left, like, what they did with the Adolf one, where they left it under the hand dryer for a while. You know what I'm talking about? Medello has been outselling its rival on a weekly basis since May. The data shows, but Bud Light to, uh, shows, but for Bud Light to be unseated, it would require the declines to continue and Medello's increases to continue through the end of the year. I think Medello might be actually competing more with Yingling currently, because Yingling's rapidly catching up. But hold on a second. Fair. Okay, so I guess. It's more, I'll leave a link to the article below. I guess it's more accurate to say when it comes to units push per week, Medello is outperforming Bud Light. But while it's America's number one selling beer currently, it's not the most lucrative beer company. I see the measures. Got it. But it was a popular vote. Okay. Hamadello Especial became America's number one beer amid Bud Light's rapid decline. When it comes to beer, customers' tastes have been changing for a while, and that has a lot to do with customers aging out of the beer drinking. Whatever. Very interesting nonetheless. But, went, like you can see up here, leans left. I went from New York Post to NBC, from one outlet to the other, basically, just to double check. And yep, so when it comes to units sold and amount sold and quantity, Bud Light is vastly outperforming. Or uh, Bud Light on a revenue stream is still bringing in more money than Modelo, but Modelo is still selling more beer. So let's see how, uh, how long it'll take to catch up. Williams predicts that it is unlikely Modelo will become America's number one beer brand. On a 52-week basis, quote, In some instances, the trends for a particular brand may be healthy in some local areas across the country and worse in others, Williams explained. Well, I know me. I'm still choosing to go for the uh, the Yingling, especially with Yingling coming out being like, yeah, we didn't know about the trans shit. And uh, if they want to continue to receive money, uh, that, entrance fee, that entrance age is going to be 18. At the youngest. We would rather be 21, considering that's how old you have to be to buy our drink. And the venue raised its age. And no longer was an old age uh, drag event. Phenomenal. You'll love to see it. Only you, you know. But here's the thing. All jokes aside, I don't care when it's adults. England was like, hey, this is, uh, you know what? I'll get an episode into it. And that's not the point of this episode. Though, what had stated out, I'm not gay. I drink the straight beer, okay, guys? I guess is what all that just condensed itself into. Though, what had started out as a backlash against Bud Light and its sister brands in mostly red states has shifted into blue states, beer experts have noted. Oh, interesting thing to observe. I, uh, I, I wonder. Well, you know, it's all these conservatives, right, guys? From June 21st, 2023, gay bar boycotts Bud Light after Anheuser-Busch abandoned queer community in Dill Mulvaney fiasco. Again. Again. Originally, it was all these bars in LA and San Francisco. And then it was all these gay bars all across the country. And then it was these gay bars here. Gay bars there. LGBTQ famous event here. Uh, gay drag queen whatever. RuPaul cancels contract with Bud Light for abandoning fucking Dylan Mulvaney. Dudes defending dudes type deal. You know, hey, for the bros, right? When women don't got you, the homies got you. 
So, no. Again, it's not conservatives. It's you fucked with the normies. It's like rule one. Look, you don't go schizo posting around the fucking normies. Right? And to the normies listening to this, I love you. You're probably wondering what the fuck is a schizo post. Don't worry about it. See what I've done? I've already confused them, unfortunately. It's okay. We're going to move on past this topic. But I use it to prove a point. You don't drag the normies into it because they get confused. And when they get confused, they get angry. And they look at who makes the most sense. And when they start paying attention, they start actually going for the guy who makes sense. Even if the guy who starts making sense is the guy they've been told to hate for almost 10 years. Gay bar boycotts Bud Light after Anheuser-Busch abandoned queer community in Dylan and Mulvaney fiasco. June 21st, 2023. Moving on. A Minneapolis gay bar. A ally. Anyway, a formerly smoldering remnant that has turned itself into a gay bar. You know, presumably there's something uh, unburned in that city. A gay bar is reportedly dumping Bud Light beer and Anheuser-Busch beverages, citing a lack of integrity from the company, according to the local report. Minneapolis Gay Bar and Saloon... Oh, sorry. Gay Bar the Saloon is replacing Anheuser-Busch with local breweries because, I love that actually, support local industries. Love it. Buy local. Buy American. Based. Based gay bar. Not many of those, if any of those, with local breweries because of the way the beer giant handled the backlash over influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Star Tribune reporter reported Monday, quote, Anheuser-Busch had an opportunity to support a marginalized community in a way. How are you marginalized? Every major corporate entity, be it business or media, has buckled itself to you for over 10 years in an ever-ending, constantly evolving attempt to earn your appeasement. You have a whole month dedicated to your mental illnesses and undressed childhood traumas. And you have the nerve to sit here and say you're marginalized? Get back in the fucking closet, Junior. Marginalized? Fuck around. We'll go back to the don't ask, don't tell days. You want to talk about marginalized? Go fuck yourself. I hate that shit. It's like the more you cater, and that's not all gay people. It's not all of X, Y, or Z group of people. Fuck off. That goes without saying. Now, it's just every, literally, the entire Western civil, uh, the entire entirety of Western civilization has sacrificed its entire persona, its image, its standing to you clowns. And you have the nerve to demand more? I hate to say it, but I remember there was a point where everyone was like, hey, yeah, slippery slope arguments, bud. But every slippery slope argument is fucking real to the point where there is a bestiality pride flag. And I remember hyperbolically old GOPers being like, you know, we legalize gay marriage tomorrow. They're going to want to fuck their dogs. And everyone was like, that's a weird thing to jump to. No, apparently that is actually a thing they've wanted to do. Not all the shut up, obviously. Moving on. 
Minneapolis gay bar slowly replaced the whole thing, blah, 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 and Hazard Bush had an opportunity to support a marginalized, shut up, retard, community in a way that few other corporations have attempted, but they abandoned that direction. What do you mean? Every con- every company pairs with a drag queen or, yeah, it's, it's always a dude in drag. They just pair with a dude in drag, either a dude who just has had some lip work and facelifts, or a dude who's had body mutilation performed upon them. It doesn't really matter to me which way they, they go with. They do every year. Uh, my brother is obsessed. He's a brand whore, and he loves North Face. North Face has paired with the same tranny dude, or drag queen, or whatever the fuck. Is there a difference anymore? Right? Like, like drag queens have kind of just become unanim- like unanimous with the trans community now. Like, it's just one, one of the same, so... Whatever. Same group of fucking people, I guess. Marginal is my ass. Community with a few other corporations. Yeah, I just, it's bullshit. Cry harder into your shrivel up remnants of Western respectability. Like, go fuck yourself, dog. Moving on. Attempted saloon owner John Moore said... Quote, I'm so protective of doing business with people who have integrity and don't get into all that anti-queer agenda, the bar owner added. You're right. Meanwhile, on this side of that, people are like, I don't want to get in. I'm not going to support a company that does that queer agenda shit. So, but like, again, you're adrift in a sea of your own fucking doing. I love it. This is what happens when you just refuse to apologize. And when you do address it, you make the worst possible judgment calls. And after Bush had partnered with Mulvaney in March, sending him a personalized pack of beer as part of an ad for March Madness and Mulvaney's first year anniversary of his make-believe delusional reality where he thinks he is actually a woman, which I don't think Dylan Mulvaney thinks Dylan Mulvaney is a woman. Get fucking real. Moving on. The marketing <clears throat> move led Anheuser-Busch to lose roughly $28 billion in market value and a significant drop in sales from... It's not just conservative customers. It's literally everyone. In the first couple of days... They lost gay customers, they lost conservative customers, they lost independent customers, and then it became a fucking meme. I have been in bars. I've told this story, I'll tell it again. I was in a bar, local bar, hanging out. Now I'm more of a quiet bar kind of guy. I know, I'm obnoxious, what can I say? But I like to go to the bar where the people there are like just getting off work. You know, like factory worker type bar. Everyone in there is wearing, like, some Carhartt and some fucking Dickies and some fucking A-Cal. Whatever the fuck you into, right? Fucking Wrangler if you're me. Anyway, everyone's drinking the fucking Harvey Wallbanger, essentially. You get the you get the vibe, you know. Cheers-type bars. And I have heard older guys and younger guys make the exact same joke to each other. Where it's like, a, hey, you can get a Bud Light Princess. Or something along these lines. Where they say if you order, or the joke is essentially, you order a Bud Light, you're gay. Which, 
that is a punchline that everyone is going to have in the back of their mind when they drink a Bud Light or see a Bud Light. They're going to look at it and think, gay beer. That is perceived to be a gay beer. Even the people who are like, oh, this is just a weak, weak trend. They're going to be over the boycott in a couple of days. It's been a few months, a few being three or more, my man. And they have not seemed to stop. March, April, May, June. And we're almost done with June. We're closer to being done with June than anything else. So we're coming up on a full three months of this fucking boycott. It's only gotten worse. I still, if you go back, unless people leave their comments, and you look at the first couple of videos about the Bud Light boycott, you will find people shilling black pills. I don't care if you're, well, if you're on Rumble, does that make, I don't get many comments on Rumble, but if you're on BitChute, if people didn't leave their comments, there's going to be comments where people are like, this is just a week-long thing, you guys are just so triggered, you're going to be over this and drinking this fucking alcohol, you vaccinated cuck servitude, you, you, you mag fag chuds. I'm pretty sure like 95% of you people leave those comments are just shit posters looking for a reaction. And luckily for you, I don't really give a good reaction, unfortunately. So I guess it's not very good for you. The marketing move led Anheuser-Busch, read that, significant drop from universal customers, but sure, conservative customers. More added, he would be selecting local breweries that have a stronger commitment to uh, than Bud Light to the integrity and the LGBTQ plus community. How much more plus it was it? Uh, LGBTQIIA2 Spirit MAP? Is that it? Give enough time; those last three will be there. Some gay bars in Chicago have similarly committed to dump Bud Light, and they've committed to that as well. As I said before, in the very earliest days of this boycott, I'm like, when bars get in on this, that's how you know it's over. Because if bars start canceling their orders, that's where they're going to feel it. Because, you know, sure, maybe you're, you're, uh, you got some extra money, so you go pick up a couple 24-packs if you, if you really want to spend some money, right? That's not shit to Bud Light. They appreciate it, but that ain't shit. Bars, restaurants, concerts, venues, events, gatherings, you name it. Big events where there's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in beer being bought for an event, reserved for an event, or con- like million dollar contracts with corporations are signed, or signed. And all of a sudden these companies are like, well, no one's buying Bud Light, so uh, look, this is the last year we're going to have this contract. Don't bother reaching out to us to have us renew this contract next year. Uh, thanks for all the support. Love you. Bye. That's what's happening right now. Anheuser Bush CEO and Fed Brandon Whitworth, Whitworth put out a statement in April about Bud Light Mulvaney controversy, saying that his company never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. So we just wanted to introduce politics and beer. Politics and alcohol, famous for not being a divisive combination. Top Anheuser-Busch executives spoke out recently about the backlash. It's tough to see the controversial and divisive debates that have been happening in the U.S. in the last couple of weeks involving lots of brands and companies, including including and especially Bud Light. 
Global Chief Marketing Officer uh, Marcel Macadones said, quote, It's tough exactly because what we do is all about me bringing people together. Dumbass. Said the statement uh, said the incident was a wake-up call for marketers like himself to be very humble during such divisive times. Hopefully that means you'll shut the fuck up and make beer, bitch. Maybe companies are figuring out that they don't need to make a public statement about every little fucking social issue. Especially now they're starting to cost you actual money. Why? Because as time has gone on, less and less of these people actually have money. I hate to tell it to you. But let's see what the comments have to say about the situation, shall we? Justin Commitment says, Anheuser Bush has one foot on a gas pedal and the other foot on a banana peel. Even after they have helplessly alienated both their longtime customer base and their potential future customer base, other big corporations are following their lead into certain doom. And let them. I've said this before, this is an absolute great thing to let these companies all self-destruct and implode. Why? Because they're doing it of their own fucking volition, mostly. The SG thing's a little bit out of their control, but they chose to get into that without fighting, so that's their fault still. And you know what's happening? Independent companies, American-based breweries, are getting the rise. American-based companies are getting getting all sorts of, you know, like, uh, oh, what? Uh, you know, it's small right now, but it's growing every day. More and more people are signing up for it. So, you know, I should talk to Daily Wire, but we're going to give the Daily Wire a little bit of a compliment here. Oh, multi-international globalist enjoying company Disney making woke propaganda? Yes, to appease ESG scores and stakeholder capitalists or stakeholder, whatever the fuck they're called. Yes. Well, other people say, no, I'm just going to make a daily mail account and just see what content they got going over there. I'm going to make a mud club account. Oh, I'm going to go make this account, this account, this account, this account. I don't like Facebook fucking silencing me. I'm going to hop over here. It's a... it's quite fun. Long-time customers and potential customer bases. Other big corporations are following them into certain doom. And while they do that, the little guy gets all the customer support. And the more woke and the more like on the surface and obvious it is that these companies are fucked up, the more you can see this happen. Last two comments and we're moving on. Bookem Dano, great reference. Moral of the story. For corporations, stay out of politics. Cancel culture was always a thing with progressives. Now that conservatives have caught on, you will lose, lose. Seth Kaufman, to quote Joshua from War Games, Strange game. The only way to win is not to play. <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth? It's just no winning for you. Record sales drop, and note, this is ending, right? Just from the 1st of June to the 10th of June. Pride Month. I had wanted to see what the effects of Pride Month will be, and I get to see what the, the effects of Pride Month will be next week, when the reports for this week come out, and we do an update about that. They're going to get worse and worse and worse, because remember, we've covered this before. Bud Light is considering the possibility of 
changing a lot of its beers and only selling the Bud Light as like a special, like a, like a beer in certain areas where it still maintains high sales, but selling it as a stock beer, meaning like GFS, Cisco type cooking beer. Great. Fucking wonderful. And meanwhile, small bars are getting all sorts of advertising. Why? Because local breweries are like, hey, you know, finally, hey, they're, they're selling my beer here. Look, I got posters, I got lights, I got decorations. I'm going to come up. And maybe it's just my area, but, you know, you got local breweries up here in my little area. And we're like, wow, you know, I haven't had a chance to, you know, I, 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 this is great. You know, actually, I don't, that's my beer. You like the beer? Wow, that's great. Well, here's what you, you know, we, we, our brewery's downtown. You can come check it out. You know, we do samples on Tuesdays. You know, Mumford and Son cover bands in the lobby. It's a little too accurate, that last one, actually. All I complain with a lot of the local beers is lay off the fucking hops, dog. For real. If you're going to make a fruity beer, make a fruity beer. Don't make it 95% hops with an orange peel in it. Alright? Fuck off with that nonsense. Now, there is a really good thing if you guys can find it. Kombucha beer or kombucha wine. Mmm, delicious. But that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your James Madison, and I shall talk to you later. All right, everyone. So it's Friday night. I'm getting ready to go out. I'm feeling kind. But before I go out, I've got to pregame. And the only way I pregame is with an ice-cold Bud Light. So good. Ah, happy Friday. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What, um, what is that? This brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like we mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. This is what progressive philosophy does. It takes logic and throws it out the window and restructures things. That means a necessary grooming of the public. They toyed with this idea because they thought that it would be accepted. They did not anticipate the vigorous backlash. Detaching from the traditionalist image of Budweiser, the Clydesdales, the frogs, the post 9-11 spirit, the frat parties, the comedy, of real men of genius. That all was abandoned by Heinerscheid and Blake. 